Welcome back to Whiskey Dicks. We have good whiskey, good beer, questionable conversation. We've got the usual suspects. We got Dave, Pete, Pat, and I'm Matt. What's going on? Howdy. What's up? Week three, week four, four, four. Who oh, knows anymore? Like week, week five. Six. Living the dream. Yeah. yeah. I take it none of us are going crazy yet, right? Uh, no, we're getting delivered, but I'm, I'm recording. Go. I'm not going crazy, but it's it, you, you do get like a little bit of cabin fever. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like Pat was talking about. It's not like it's not like that we go out all the time, but like just having the option to go out when we want and not having that available right now. It's just a little weird. Or like even the other day we went I went for lunch and I had my I was driving the semi, so I dropped the trailer and I was bobtailing and we went to Taco Bell, the door was open, so we went inside and like the manager was freaking out. I was like, You can't be in here. Like, all right, well, I got, I got a semi. He's like, we walked through the drive-thru. We literally had to walk through the drive-thru to order some food. Father. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's just the, weird. The last, like, I think it's just, like, the small stuff. If you, like, want to get up and just go do something that you and you can't, there's, like, no other act. There's no gym. There's no fucking bar. There's no, like, casino. There's no I golf mean, no golfing. Yeah, golf sucks. I mean, and then today we had snow. Ugh. Well, you know, yeah. I, I I thought we were in the clear, but I'm not surprised. You know, this, I'm not surprised that we got hit mid-April, though. Come on, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, wedding's in a, is. or was supposed to be in a week. My uh, yeah. my cousin got married 1989 May like May sixth. And it snowed on their wedding day. Yeah, that's wild. You know, it's the Midwest. It's just you know, when you have this much open flat land, anything's bound to happen. You know, usually you have mountains to predict your weather. Like you know, you have a mountain range behind you. You know, you're only gonna get one set of uh, you know weather pattern. Off to get all of them. You know, you get seventy degree days in December. Well, Denver's mountains and they get everything. Yeah. Well, that was actually warmer in the winter and shit, and I didn't realize that. Like the east side of the mountains, yeah, you're going to only get to get what you're going to get. Right, right, right. You know, like when I was in uh, Puerto Vallarta, every day I was there, it said fucking torrential downpour, torrential downpour. But every night when me and Patty were sitting out on our our, our balcony, we're, we're looking up at the mountains, and you could see the storm clouds getting trapped. You yeah. could see thunder at the top of the mountains, or lightning, I mean. And we're like, this is going to hit. This is going to hit. And then finally, one day, it hit, dude, and it hit. It was torrential downpour. Yeah. <laughs> like seven nights, dude. It said rain every single day. And it was just that one night. And it, But it was like, felt good. It was like cooling. Like, ah, oh, just give us yeah. some of that. Man. You Don't know, 90. It was the fucking middle of the summer in Mexico, you know? <laughs> Show. Yeah. It definitely sucks having this. And now, too, once all, you know, the next couple of days supposed to be in the 50s, so now everything is going to be man, all soupy and shit. Yep. It just sucks. Yeah. Hopefully it dries up. Well, next, yeah. one, I mean, the 15 day forecast looks halfway decent. Yeah. Yeah, but this, this, at least if we got us stuck inside, at least give us something to, to you know, enjoy. Yeah, go outside in the backyard or something. I got a Korean man, baseball is coming back. We can watch some Korean baseball. Is it coming back? Yeah, I think so. I don't know where I heard that. 
That's crazy. Yeah. I might get into Korean baseball. Yeah. <laughs> Go Dragons! <laughs> I'd be wearing the fucking like Karate Kid fucking headband and shit. Oh, well, there's a lot. There's a lot of Americans learning their too. chants, Dave. Ooh, sha, ooh, sha. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to Pat earlier a little bit about. Uh, I was watching. You know, I'm running out of shit to watch, so I've been watching podcasts now. So I watched uh, Joe Rogan's podcast uh, from a few days ago. He had Chris D'Elia on there. And uh, he was talking to me. He pulled up this study that was just published uh, a couple days ago, last week maybe. And they're saying that social distancing may be required through 2022 in the U.S. That, but, that's, but that's like if. No medicine comes out. No mm-hmm. therapies come out. No right. like, breakthroughs come out. Right. That's like worst case scenario. Yeah. But then the the uh, study came out today that humidity and sunlight do kill the virus. So I'm hanging. Nice. Uh, I'm gonna be in the pool all summer, homie. So we just, just getting that, getting wet. <laughs> it's getting wet. Yeah. Uh, Dave, what or uh, Pat? What did I say last night? They had you rolling something about poopy or something. <laughs> oh yeah, man, I, poopy. Yeah, you just the way you said it, you're like something, something poopy. I this is fucking funny as fuck. But let's let's, oh. let's get something clear though. Pat was pretty fucking drunk. Oh yeah, we got a second, <laughs> dude. We ended on a second, not too shabby. No, it was all right. That fucking game. Uh, oh, something in a haunted bitch, house? What was that creaking door? That was my back door. <laughs> I need some WD-40. Matt's getting ready for w- Halloween. WD-40. Anyone, what are you guys, anyone drinking you guys anything drinking? specific? Or yeah. Ooh, great minds think alike. Um, I'm drinking the Starlight Distillery Single Barrel Hub- Huber, Huber from Huber. Uh, Indiana Strait. Yeah. I'm that putting up a glass of that. That was okay. We gave it a decent score. Nothing crazy. Not a whole lot of flavor, if I recall correctly. Uh, I made my weekly rounds at Vinny's yesterday, so I picked up a couple four-packs. Right now, I'm working on Pipeworks Punch In, Punch Out. It's a hazy India Pale Ale with mosaic, citra, and Simcoe hops, and it's also brewed with pineapple, cherries, and tangerines. Mm. Whoa, that's a lot going on. Or it's no. a lot, man. But it, ooh, it was like adult fruit punch, dude. Like Hawaiian punch. Oh shit! It's oh, I, uh, it's so good. I took a ride to a new brewery by us. It's at uh, 10215 South Harlem, Chicago Ridge. It's called One Allegiance, and uh, I'm trying their sucker punch. They have like a. I don't even know what you would label this as. It's a uh, Bearliner Weiss. Yeah, but it doesn't. That doesn't taste like that to me. It's uh, it's weird. It tastes like yeah. A, it tastes like a cider mixed with like a Leinen Kugels or something. But that makes sense. Again? Um. Well, I got another one. I got a their Rambler, which is like one of their ports. So I'm gonna try that next. I'm hoping that one kind of brings me out back because we're me and Dave were pretty excited to try this place. They've been having a hard time getting open. Now they're finally open. Yeah, we've we've been in touch with uh, the owner as well. Um, we tried getting him on the podcast before everything went to hell. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm still excited to try their stuff. Maybe I, I'm not a big Bearliner Weiss fan to begin with. I could have a Hakashore once in a while. That's kind of in the same category as Bearliner Weiss. Yeah, but this uh, is like this isn't even close to that. Not even close yeah. to Hakashore. It's like way lighter. Like I said, it almost tastes like a like a cider. Which right. is not, and I'm not gonna say it's bad. It's just not for me. It's just not what you were expecting. Mm-mm. It's a cranberry. It's called uh, blackberry sucker punch. I'm gonna try yeah. this ramble hmm. right now. Um, and then I also got next next to me, which I'll be opening very shortly. It's another beer from Maine Beer Company. Ooh, um, dark. I liked the first one I tried from them, and then the second one I thought was okay. But I'm just trying to try. They, they uh, Benny's has like a, a different uh, crowler every week of theirs, so I want to see what I really like from theirs because I know I could get kegs from uh, the the open bottle. Oh, right. They do they do have them there, so I'm just trying to find one that I really enjoy that I'll I'll pick up. Nope. Yeah. I, I'm just drinking some. Uh... Some rum runners I still had in the fridge, finishing that off, and uh, I'm th- I think that will do it for me. I got some whiskey, same shit I was drinking last week. Jefferson, sipping on that. Yeah, yeah, I got the. I'm, I'm rocking the IW Harper 15 year. That bottle's not going to be around much longer, so <laughs> I'm gonna have to go buy. I'm gonna have to go buy me a nice bottle of something soon. Noise, noise. Yeah. I'm also smoking on uh, a Cuba Cuba. Had one from last week. I bought two last week. I'm just finishing off the second. Oh wow! One. Sitting sitting out the back door. So smoking a cigar. I just opened Living this. The dream. I opened this one Allegiance Rambler just now, and that's like their port. Porter. And they, and they had a vanilla one, and they had a coconut one, and I decided mm. to try the coconut. And oh my god, is that good? I knew you were the oh, pirate in them. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it tastes like, like Dave? It almost, it, it almost tastes like uh, moostrel, but like with a coconut really? into it. That's good. Really? What's moostrel? Oh, moostrel's delicious. Big, big Sky, it's their brown ale. It's, hmm. if you ask me, it's the only drinkable brown ale I've ever had. And it's beyond that, it's delicious. But yeah. you, brown ales fall short for me. But Big Sky, man, it's like the perfect brown ale. Yep. What are Newcastles? Is that a red ale? That's a brown ale as well. I like Newcastles. Uh, I mean, Newcastles, like when I was like, younger and thought I was being fancier, you know? But I think I, I started drinking them when I started watching soccer. I was like, oh, Newcastle, <laughs> 13 2. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know. Uh, I, I'm, I'm still excited to go try more of their stuff. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that. Within the next six months, we're behind all of this, and then we could actually Same. go go there and fucking like taste everything. Hopefully, talk to the owner, yeah. maybe get him on board for an interview. It's a pretty cool talk place, man. It's it's like really well built, and they got a huge. They're gonna have a huge like patio out there. Two hot dogs. They got like a such a r- rough time. And I got her there, especially since they're trying to open up and shit. Well, I think now. they had a really hard time opening up in the first place. I want to say they're like two years behind schedule. on the hot dogs. Oh yeah. really? So wipe it off. 
So, <laughs> Dave. With the relish? <laughs> Dave, would you talk about your hot dog somewhere else? Yeah, Dave, what kind of hot dogs are you getting, bro? Uh, we we yeah. ordered some Pops beef. Oh, nice. You know, we got to nice. represent. So, we got to we got we got to keep our uh, one of our places open during this. Which so one did you go to? You're saying they're they're trying to be open like 2 years ago? Yeah, Dave, this pl- Hasn't this brewery been trying like struggling just to get the doors open? Uh, yeah, they said they were originally on on one of their uh, social medias. Maybe it was Twitter. It said like opening uh, summer twenty eighteen. Yeah, oh, shit. but you got to figure, man. This dude, um, it's got one he's, of the one of the I'm, best looking bar tops I've ever seen. Matt, they got dude, that bar top is wood with a acrylic in the middle. Ooh, so, that's yeah. awesome. It's like a was it was it like licensing issue, issues or is it? Just, I think they come hey. just money and licensing. I think this kid like he. I think he's a little bit younger than us, man. I think he's like early thirties or late twenties. Okay. Um. And I think he did a lot of it on his own. He kind of had, uh, from me, like doing my research, I, I believe he had another business that he opened a few years ago and he made a decent penny off of it. And so he was like, fuck it, I'm going to try to do this. And here we are with our 30 followers. All right. Doing hey. our thing. Watching it grow. Yeah, we'll get 35 next year. Yearly. Yeah, hey, yearly. Listen. <laughs> listen. Nobody thought craft beer was going to take off, and look at it now, you know? Yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, nobody thought Korean baseball was going to be awesome, but <laughs> here we come. <laughs> Korean baseball. Yeah. Go tsunamis! Is it Japan I ball won. that you could uh, have pitches go into the dirt, and if they bounce back into the strike zone, it counts? Ooh, I don't know. I think that's Japan ball. Sounds like. But I know in Japan, in Japan, they have the netting all the way up, and they do have sections where you can see sit where there's no where there's no netting, like your first couple rows. But you have to sign a waiver, and you have to wear uh, a, a batting helmet and have a glove. Weird. They've had that. They've had that instituted for a while, and it's like, and it's like up to like the first and third base line. There's like they got like a few sections with no netting. But you gotta like sign a waiver if you want to be up there. But everywhere else, it's all netted all the way down the sides. In a weird way, I sort of feel children shouldn't be sitting as close as they do sometimes. Yeah, for sure. That's a huge, huge. Well, thing. I think it, um, especially I think it's a self especially phone, nowadays man. with people, yeah, not paying attention like they yeah. used to. You know, ever since I've had you know, kids, you're, you're having conversation or you know something going on. And those balls they come out of nowhere. You know, anywhere. You know how fast those pitches come going off a bat, flying at you sideways. I I always used to like to sit, at, you know, along the first baseline, third baseline, behind home plate. I always wanted to sit there, but ever since I had kids, man. Bleachers. That's yeah, too risky. I do bleachers. Yeah. Well, what was that one? Um, that that one um, where the dad, where the kid was looking down, and the dad's forearm. It's a picture. Like I know exactly stretched. what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, like yeah. goes around social yeah. media and like you know different shit sent it was on a it. Bat, right? The kid was looking down, and it was a yeah. bat. Yeah, it was a bat, and, they, and it, like the dude's arm perfectly stopped it. But you know the kid wasn't looking; he was looking down. Well, you know, the yeah, is that going to be a slippery slope, boys? Where it's like we're we're stopping kids sitting. I'm just playing devil's advocate. 
we're stopping kids sitting in front in the you know in the game. And then are we going to stop kids going to like batting practice well, no. catching home runs? I, I, I think you oh, just no. have to add thirty feet of fencing on each side the net, dude. Right. Even for the adults though, man. Yeah, you know, like right. dude, you get clipped right in the temple with a fucking foul tip. Good night. Shit's come yeah, off the, they, they come off the well, bat at one ten. Right. Well, remember, remember, well, Alomar, Elmora, he hit yeah, somebody, or yeah, Elmora, and he was, yeah, he was. Fucking, she's got brain, she's uh, got permanent brain damage. Yeah, dude. Right. That there was that the female security chick was, you know, was consoling yep. him. Oh, he was so calling, upset. Yeah. yeah, dude, I remember that. Sad. Do, man, that's fucking traumatizing. Hey, is that guy considered like? I mean, an awesome dude, like a Rizzo type guy, because of that. You know, uh, I'm not a huge Cubs uh, fan. I don't know how how like the inner workings of Cubs fan works. When they draft, they drafted him when he was like 18 or 19, and I was super excited because he was a monster in high school and in the one year in, in college that he played. And he just, I don't know if he's just not getting the the playing time that he needs. He's an awesome outfielder. Don't get me wrong, but he just hasn't had a year where like the plate came together to make him like an all around good player. Yeah. So how old? How old is he now? Yeah. 24. He's got it. 20, yeah, he's still young. super young. So he, he, young. I think I, I think Pat was partially right with that not having, uh, like, uh, playing time. Because when Madden was here, he switched it up so much. But like Pat said, his feeling Yeah, phenomenal. he's a really good outfielder. Just his, his, his batting is just up and down. Right. Is it Gordon Beckham then? Yes. Um, I don't even know if, like, Gordon Beckham might even had a better bat than he does. For, dude, Gordon Beckham was like 220. Yeah, dude. First, Gordon Beckham, and I, I, I'm i going to call this out about Gordon Beckham, man. Like, he was one of my favorite players when he first came up. Like, he used to just punch the fucking ball down the foul lines all day, every day, singles, doubles. You know, just be that player. Then he got – he's got a little pop in his bat, so he got a taste of a home run. And you've seen it in other players where – they get that taste, and all of a sudden, now they're instead of trying to get a fucking base hit, now they're trying to swing for the fences at different. Pit. Like I get it, man. If if you're up, if you're in a two zero count with zero outs and nobody on bait base, you know, like you want to take a fucking swing for the fences. But he's like one and two, and he's fucking trying to hit a home run. I bl- I blame yeah, I blame I a think, lot of that. Sorry, I, Matt, but I blame a lot of that on the coaching. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. batting coaches yeah, and shit, I, or hitting coaches. I blame that on uh, yeah. catching. Kenny Williams brought him up, and when he started struggling, he kept him up. Yeah. And he was young. Like, yeah. dude, send him down. He sent him down like a month and a half too late, and then he just never recovered. Yeah. Yeah. I think if Alomar uh, or Almora had the time that Beckham had, I think he'd be doing a lot better. Hopefully now with Ross and, and you know, in control that he gets some playing time. Because, I, like I said, his feeling's awesome. You know, if you could just have a bat that's somewhat well, fair, you I know. I think Elmore has a couple more years than – dude, he's already he's been up two, three years, right? Beckham yeah, but if you go – Beckham you didn't go over, start until he was 24, 25, though. So that could yeah, be a plus. Overall, he's getting through the bullshit. Right. Plus, if you go overall playing time, Beckham probably had more in his first year and a half than Elmore has since he's been – Gotcha. Gotcha. You know what I, I mean? I blame the Ricketts a lot on a lot, too, because, like, they – I think these guys, these young – players will be on their fourth batting coach this year. Yes. Oh, that's terrible. So, and when, Ch- when, when Chili Davis came up, Chili Davis, he, he was up a lot only of there to try to help Hayward. That was the only reason they hired that guy. And uh, I don't know, 2016, they would, they'd have a guy on second with zero outs and they'd, they'd bunt the ball. 
to get him to third. Right. You know what I mean? They were, they were playing small ball so good. And then Dude, just, they just yeah. went away from that, and it, I think that was their Achilles heel. If you ask me, man, small ball and defense wins fucking – and pitching. You know, if you got a decent rotation with a solid bullpen, solid defense, and just guys who can get on base, you're – you're winning. Well, look at the – what was it? The two, when, the, when the Marlins won, 2002, when they beat the Cubs? Uh, 03. 03. They had uh, – what the heck? He was on the, the Cubs and the Sox after a while. Juan Pierre? Or what was yes. it? Okay, and, yeah. And, and, and he, yeah, he yeah, batted Juan Pierre. first and then Castillo or whatever, that little guy, batted second. Yeah, Juan Pierre. And then they them. had – He was on base all the time. And they had Lee, like, come up like third or fourth. So yeah. they they those two guys would get on and they would steal all the fucking time, so they're always in scoring position. Yeah. I remember, and that's the time too. Like in that era, it was like Cubs would get all the players after their prime. We had him, we had Jim Edmonds. There was you know there's you guys had Jim Edmonds that too? came over. After yeah. Or no, we oh, had Jim yeah. Tomei. We had Jim Tomei. Yeah. After yeah, yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, we had Jim Edmonds. He still you had, had what? Catches, but his Aramis, bat was nowhere near. Aramis at third. Yeah. Yeah, Ramos Ramirez before he went to Pittsburgh. Exactly. They should have kept him. His first few years with you guys were fucking stellar. Yeah. Did he go yeah. to Pittsburgh? He got, no, he went to No, he's um, from Milwaukee Pittsburgh. First, he's he? from Pittsburgh. Yeah, he came from Pittsburgh. He came from Pittsburgh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he, he came, came from Pittsburgh. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But – Oh, yeah, that's Jim, right. Jim Henry's biggest fault was he was always trying to buy the championship. He gave out terrible – when we had got uh, – what the fuck was that dude's name? Alonzo, whatever, or the fucking the from the Second yeah, from New York, yeah, Seriano. Seriano, he's pretty yeah. good though. He yeah, sucked Alfon- for you guys. Alfonso story. Yeah. Yeah, I loved did. Alfonso Seriano though. Yeah, he was a juicer though, man. He what? He was a juicer. He was a juicer, and he wouldn't take any fucking advice. They he nope. had he had one of the heaviest and longest bats in the game. Yeah, so I think, yeah they, dude, that thing was awesome. And they asked him to like go down two inches and go down like four ounces. He so you have a quicker swing. Yeah, yeah. He said he said no to the length, and he went down like a half ounce in his bat. <laughs> you wouldn't even, wow. you know. Oh, well, for some guys, you know, it shit. You know, yeah, got he's him there, uh, right. They got him there. The big he's one of, well, same thing with Greg. Greg Maddox came over after he was done. He's one of uh, four players well, in Greg MLB. Great at the Cubs on the Cubs. Yeah, both. Oh times. yeah, I'm just saying, like you know, not you know, people in their prime coming over. Yeah. He was still good when he came over. Well, Greg but, Maddox was on the Cubs. You know, twice, wasn't, wasn't he? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we were. We yeah. drafted. And then he him. went to the Atlanta or something. Yeah. Yeah, he was in Braves forever, and then he yeah. came. I think back people here. most remember him in Atlanta, I'd imagine, because he won a championship oh, there. Oh yeah, dude, of course. That, him and Tom, Tom Glavin, Glavin, or Glavin, yep. and then who who did they have that big Mexican dude on first? No, it's not Mexican. Fred, Fred McGriff. Name, with Fred G. McGriff was no, no. After him, after him, it was a big guy. His last name started well, with Fred McGriff G. was on the I can't remember. He's talking about Atlanta, right? Yeah, he was on Atlanta too. Yeah, I'm talking about oh, Atlanta. Really? Yeah, yeah. during that run, it was Fred McGriff. I'm almost certain. I would, Are you thinking of Andres I Colorado? Uh, maybe. I, He's I would Colorado. look it up, but every time – if I – no, there was a different guy. I remember because it was Chipper Jones was there. I can't back out of this app because if I back out of this he app – He just did trying to find it. <laughs> right, exactly. It, it, it takes you out. Oh, that's too funny. I, I can't remember his name. 
Uh, I got I got to go get Meredith's phone. But anyways, yeah, that I mean, and they had Andrew Jones. Nah, he was third base. Yep. He was third Young base. Man. He was I third base. That kid. Right. Um, that team was always a fucking awesome team, especially when it came to pitching. Their fucking bullpen was, was so stacked. Levin, but another team. What's his name? Smoltz, yeah. Yeah. Smoltz, dude, I love I think Smoltz, Ron Gant man. was in left. That was the team of the David 90s, Justice man. Was, was in that, right. Uh, um, dude, I love this team. Yep. Terry Pendleton played center. Yep. Um, Fred McGriff was first. Chipper third. I have no clue the catcher or second were. Uh, Chipper. Chipper was like my favorite player growing up, dude. Love Andrew Chipper. Jones. He used to tell stories about uh, – he told a good story at Tommy's uh, Hall of Fame induction. I can't like, – Yeah, I remember, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yes, sir. Um, and then another team from that era, a little maybe a couple of years later, Texas Rangers. When you're at uh, Who? fucking uh, Pudge Rodriguez at home plate, okay. you had Miguel uh, Palmero, you had uh, Guerrero still on the squad. They, they just never had pitching, but that offense was fucking just stacked, dude. And then they had good uh, defense. Well, they're, they're, they've never had like a true pitching staff. That's their only. No, no one goes to that stadium and has a. Nolan, career, I think Nolan Ryan. Ryan. That's the Nolan only Ryan. person. Nolan Ryan. Yep, uh, that's what I was gonna say. Yep. He's the only dude to go down. I there couldn't even name you a pitcher from. I won. No, nope. But I. I knew that uh, dude, Padre hey, Rodriguez. Pete, it was, it was, it was Galarraga. It was after Fred McGriff was Galarraga. He was the other nice. guy in the nineties that played with the Braves. I had first base. Uh, yeah, that's, I remember that's, that's, started with a Z with a G. That Texas team was uh, late nineties that I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. was that Julio yeah, Franco? Yeah, they were like, they were good uh, too. Man. Julio, I loved his batting stance. Maybe dude. I used to mimic Sierra that shit. on that yeah. team too. I it it was uh. Moises will lose his stance too, man. I like yeah. Moises. Yeah, that I remember team. when or uh, Craig Council. Yeah, Craig Council, Jeff Bagwells. Remember Jeff Bagwells? Dude, I was yeah, gonna dude. say Jeff Bagwells. Just how long? Like, like, yeah, like sitting in a chair. Yeah, I got a question for the Cubs fans. <laughs> yeah, you know, too. I I remember when. No, no, go, uh, go, go, go. I went to. Sorry, Pete. I'm gonna cut you off, but I remember. Um, I was living in Arizona when the Diamondbacks first came out, and uh, I went to their first game ever. My buddy's, uh, my buddy's parents had tickets, and his mom got sick, and she didn't want to go. So I went with my buddy and my buddy's dad. I saw have like they gave out like the seat cushion and all this memorabilia, and they didn't they didn't tear your ticket at all. So I still have that ticket. Get I still have the seat cushion. I still have ever, all that shit. I remember it. Uh, and then they won they won the uh, World Series like three years later after their. Uh, how is that dude? How is that dude never gotten another manager's gig? Who was it? I don't know. That was he, a, came, he came out of the booth. He came out of the booth to go. Uh, it was yeah, what the fuck was his name? Manager for the Diamondbacks. I forgot because he was he, he manager for the Diamondbacks. He announced for the Cubs. Um, yeah, he announced for the Cubs, and then he went. He's got like a mustache, right? And he won. Yeah, I, know, I think I, know, I don't know his name, but I know who you're talking. Yeah, about. he did. Yeah. yeah oh, so um, what were you saying about the between Cubs the two? Buck <laughs> yes. Walker. No. Uh, no, oh. Buck Showalter was like Orioles coach. No, different yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Buck Showalter was an Orioles. Yeah. But between the two Cubs teams, the Bartman team that basically didn't win the World Series, and then like the Rizzo team, are you happy? Would you rather the Bartman team or the Rizzo team won in a sense? You, you. Well, that, I mean, that Bartman. Oh, I was go just ahead, gonna Pat. say, I don't believe that. That they, they had a, 
they I agree. They, I, I know I know that yes. started it, but they, they no, I'm just saying that team because you know that team. Right. Shortstop, whatever his name is, Luis shortstop Castillo, right? bumbled it. And then there was just eight. No. I mean, that might have been no, the, first, uh, the first part of it, but then th- there was a bunch of shit right after that. Fuck? That just like Pat said, they imploded. Yeah. The guy bobbled it. That's good. Oh yeah, Bob Brantley. Yeah. That was but yeah, there. There was a lot of other factors in that in that Bartman that just happened. No, no, I'm not that saying it, that it was Bartman's fault. You know, that was the easiest easiest thing was uh, you know, and I know, but that's what a lot of well, that's I mean, that's and yeah, not to be an asshole, but that's the Cub fan way, man. Like to blame other shit than the team. Like let's blame a goat. Let's blame a fucking goat. Let's blame man. this. Let's blame not, that. that. That's just that's just that's just fans. That's just fans. It's baseball, yeah. Fans in general yeah. don't want to fucking. There's got to be a reason. But you know what though? There's a lot. There's I would say 75 percent of Cubs fans are fake. Absolutely. So yeah. like, I, you yeah, can't, you can't count. Like that. I and I and like I, I know like you two guys don't blame fucking Bartman no. for that. Maybe in the moment you like kind of got on the fucking wagon with everybody like bitching about that, but in reality you knew that. Dude, 2000, ended- 2017 Cubs should the Cubs should have went back to back. Dude, they should have gone back to back to back. No, that two, team. 2015, they were so young. I knew that 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 was so so such an awesome year, and I was happy to see. Yeah, it. they got they they were and, yeah they were better faster than anybody thought. Uh, yeah. you know, it was supposed to be like a further down. Best the line. case scenario with that team, three World Series, but realistically, it should have been two. Yeah, two without yeah, a doubt. Sure. Should have been sixteen, seventeen. Mm. Yes, yeah. for sure, sixteen, seventeen. Yeah. A lot of mismanagement, and then two. I mean, a lot of people rest on you know. Uh, once you start get, getting that good, and everybody doesn't feel like they have to show up every day, and then, it's just gonna and happen. then you know, the Cubs win the World Series twenty sixteen. The whole fucking all the way through the off season, all the way through the regular season, it was you were hearing your name, you were hearing, you know, as a Cub player, you're hearing stories about you about what you're doing now about what the team's doing now like they're all doing shows yeah. they're all doing snl they're all doing all, like i mean i get it too it it's been chicago. forever since you guys won the world series it was but. like chicago bears when they won in 85 yeah they were all just you know let's fucking yeah, but this the, cast, the characters is well, much more likable than the the bartman cast we'll call them Okay, okay, but the eighty-five yeah. bears. Let's go to that because you brought bears. it up. The eighty-five bears should they should have won 84, 85, yep. 86. But yeah, Dick ruined that yeah. team. Yep. Yeah. Because I remember there's one story I heard where he went like a lot of guys are doing commercials, and he came in a locker room and said, "Hey guys, let's not do commercials. Let's con- concentrate on the game. Let's do this. Let's do that." A week later, he was in a Campbell's commercial, and <laughs> all of yep. the locker room turned yep. on him after that. <laughs> I remember, yeah. <laughs> That's that's one of the stories I heard. And, and he wouldn't even his his star player. He wouldn't even let him score a touchdown in the in the championship. Yeah. Piece of shit. Get it to the fridge. I could see that though. I could see I getting wrapped know, up man. in the whole thing and being like literally fourth quarter, three minutes left. Be like, oh my god, Walter hasn't got a fucking touchdown. I could see that happening. Not doing it on purpose. No, get the fuck out of here. You got Walter Payton. You fucking Dude, workhorse got me dominated that game. Yeah. I know, but he should have had multiple. Anything inside the 20s. I mean, in retrospect, yes, for real. Yes, I see that. But I could see how Dicko was like, oh, we're kicking their ass. Throw the fridge in there. Fuck it. Like, I'm Dicko. Uh... 
Uh, no, there was there fucking Peyton probably said something to fucking. Dick I don't know, up. man. There's some shady shit that's going on with the McCaskies, bro. Like we talked about this before, where why did we draft Trubisky over Mahomes? two? Mahomes and, yeah. Maybe because yeah. he's white. Watson. Well, I don't know if that. That's who they got in in, uh, in the office? I don't know if it's the McCaskies. You know, and. Uh, I don't know. I think the I think old Virginia there, she's got a lot to say about this team. And she's so fucking old that she probably still uses words that aren't acceptable in society R. today. Uh or the, the, the C word. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't even like saying it, man. Fucking like I think it's worse than the N word. If you ask me, man. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. Just be to let you guys. I'm literally I don't lost. Know if you guys I'm are, maybe no, like an use, animal. We don't need, yeah, we don't. But anyway. Well, no, no, no. Colored. Oh, that's not very. You kids. I mean, that's yeah. not terrible. The R word is way worse. It, that's pretty bad. The C word in is context, yes. <laughs> it's, no, it's under. No. Would you say? It, <laughs> it, 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 I'm just saying. If you're if you're describing, hey, what somebody's saying, and you say colored, that's not bad. But if but if you're saying, hey, I'm well, sorry, a bunch but, of colors but, were around. Yeah, that, that's terrible. But what? What I'm what I'm trying to say is Virginia McCaskey grew up in the generation where that, that was still an acceptable she's term so for African Americans. I don't think I mean, she's she's in the business Touché. of making money. You know, oh. I don't think at this point it doesn't matter who's going to make you money and win your championship. I don't, I don't know. who the fuck. Is. I don't fully agree on that because uh, in her in her generation of growing up, her dad making a fucking team, you know. It was back in that those generations. It was like quarterbacks, you know. That was it, and it's it's not yeah. a black person's position. Yeah. They, they could play defensive well, back and wide receiver and running back. I think that's more more of just whoever you got in the front office. Like I like how what yes. the Bulls did, how they finally got. I don't know if Dark it was Paxton, whoever it was. Oh. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, they were talking about that. John Paxson came, you know, the owners were saying that, you know, he came to us and, you know, he's like, you know, if you think I need to step down, that's fine. And I guess that guy that they got, um, the guy that they got from the Mavericks or wherever he was, he actually started out in Europe. He's a European, European. he won the bronze medal for Lithuania for like two Olympics. And now he came in, um, Paxson's staying on as like some advisor Gar's gone. He's already brought in t- uh, two um, assistant GMs. He's looking for another GM. I hope it's um, close. If you ask me, the is, I would say, at the minimum, five years too late. Uh, that team's been a complete oh, yeah. disarray since they got rid of Tibbs. Oh, yeah, for sure, but... It's better late than never. Sure. It's better, sure, sure. You know, and that guy, and that they were talking to some, um, you know, there was a, a female reporter that covers the Mavericks. Was it the Mavericks? What, what team? I forgot what team he came from, but no, whatever. It was the Mavericks. They, she yeah. was saying, yeah, so she was saying that, you know, he's turned that franchise around. And not only that, but he's brought a lot of Europe, European uh, players over because he still has his toes in the market there. Um, but she said that he's had a lot of, uh, he's been their GM that, that he's had a lot of, uh, opportunities and he's passed a lot up, but you know, something like as big of a market as Chicago that, 
you know, he there's you know he she thinks that he'll do Hopefully awesome that. here. The Mavericks is Mark Cuban's, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where he's from because I I read the report that Mark Cuban was like super excited to let the Bulls talk to this guy and wanted to see this guy like take on another like you know franchise like this. Who's our European player guy? Yeah. I love I love I love Cuban. I know I say this all the time, man. But he's such a oh, fucking yeah. G. <laughs> Like anything he says positive, man, I'm on board with him. And then I'll research it. Like, all right, let's see what he's yeah, okay, yep, you're right. People on Shark Take are they're always like, uh, like we can't compete with Mark because he has too much money. <laughs> For sure, dude. That's a damn but I, I'm super excited to see what he did because he's brought over I mean, Mavericks are one of the best young teams around. A lot of them are, you know, most some of them are European players, but the guys put a lot of people in, in the right spots, you know, to do their job and succeed. Yeah. So I'm ex- I'm excited about that. And I found out too that Pippen came out and said he he got fired for an ambassador yep. as an ambassador too because he hasn't been spending a lot of time around the team even before all this COVID stuff because he's just been doing a lot of uh, interviews and doing a lot of stuff. But I'm actually I, you know I'm excited for once about you know just what, something what the new. fucking Bulls are gonna do. I know a lot. I know. I know a lot of you guys don't watch the Bulls anymore. I still as long as it's not Mark Trussman. As long as it's not Mark Trussman. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I was. Right, I was sure. tuning in once in a while just to check out, uh, you know, Zach Levine and all that because that kid's a fucking stud. But yeah, who's the rookie kid? Even that. Yeah, it, it has yeah, been like hard him. to watch. He's good, Cody. And then the, yeah, the yeah. foreign kid. Who's the foreign yeah. kid? Yeah, he's good. Uh, he, he's, he fell off this year. Um, I don't know if it was just playing time. He was, he was injured a little bit. I can't remember his name. His last yeah. name starts the M. I can't think of it right now, but he's, uh, he was good. Uh, I just don't think he had the right playing time. And like this, I mean, it seems like for the last few years with the Bulls, it's just been filler coaches with filler, with filler dudes. I think Zach Levine, we got lucky to, to get him. The dude's a stud and we just need him. We got Cody now. We had another, see what we'll do with the, with our draft picks this year, we might be in, you know, a spot. Larry. You know, to at least have Larry a Larry Markin. Yeah. How was the Martin. center we drafted from Duke? Yeah. yeah. So, I I don't know. I don't know. I haven't watched a lot of college ball in the last few years. But. All I know is I, I, I used to like basketball, obviously, in the 90s and stuff when we were growing up. And I just – when it really changed in the early 2000s, mid-2000s or whatever. And uh, – but that um, – Kid from or the dude from uh, the Raptors, he's at oh man, when he started playing, he's playing <laughs> yeah. killer. I love that. I was even telling Matt, yeah. I was even telling Matt, man, like when I knew they were playing, I I turned that game on. Hey, you ready for um, Sunday? Yeah, he went to the Clippers. He went to the Clippers with yeah. Paul George. But, now. You gotta love and it, his laugh. Like that laugh is <laughs> yeah. Yeah. better than his it, gameplay. It, it, <laughs> yeah, it, it's famous now, dude. It's famous. But like my like what with Pat saying is like once you know and that's what was awesome about you know basketball back in the day nobody left everybody hated oh, each yeah. other you know and then they started doing the big three Boston technically actually you know there was a team before them but Boston was the one that succeeded with it and then it just everybody going with all the biggest superstars going to try to win championships and I like you know a team that you know it's a little more competitive you're gonna try and and win there and that was my biggest gripe about LeBron. Yeah. I love LeBron when he was on the Cavaliers and he was a rookie. Yeah, absolutely. And he came up and, and was doing what he was doing. But once he left and went to and Miami that huge to join. Stunt. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But my, my my thing was with him is like once he like – I think he 
not obviously he's one of the best players to ever play. But in my eyes, you know, he 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 did his legacy some disservice by going to to pair yeah, up with a bunch of all stars to win to say he was going to win ten championships and he came out with two, yeah. bro. Like, come on, and you guys should have had way yeah. more. Because at that point, Golden State wasn't that good. I mean, they had the Splash Brothers, but they didn't have Kevin Durant. Boys, you know this Sunday. I mean? um, and, and then, then, and then Dave, my bad. This Sunday, though, is the Bulls documentary. It starts on ESPN. Yep. I know. Yeah. The, the nine-part series. I love it. Meredith saw, saw, Meredith saw a commercial about that, and she's like, yeah. I don't watch a lot of sports, <laughs> TV, but, you know. Yeah, we'll, I'm already recording We'll be tuning it. into that. She, uh, and, and I found out, too, where they were talking about it in that series. Um, for some odd reason, they let a camera crew follow them in the 97-98 awesome. season. So that's where they get a lot of this footage from. And that that, that was the beginning of the year. Um, I heard on the radio this morning that, you know, Phil came out at the beginning of that year and said this is going to be his last year coach. Yeah, that and Jordan, also, Jordan also came out and said, I won't pay for any other coach but Jordan. Well, Reinsdorf, uh, I guess there were some reports that Reinsdorf – Basically, you know, it was part of Reinsdorf's doing that he was going to dismantle that team because he thought everybody was out of their um, – besides Jordan wasn't in their prime no more and didn't – you know, he didn't want to pay the yeah, money or can't think wait that to it was going to go anywhere. Yeah, like fucking uh, nah. Phil had the, his, like, last year, like, playbook was – it was titled The Last Dance. Yeah. Uh, that's yep. crazy. And But, like – No, I was just going to say uh, – Jordan came out and said he, he's 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 going to lose a lot of fans after they see this. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was about. That's what I was saying. Exactly so. say. Meredith said that Jordan well, Jordan said that he was a, you know a lot of people probably aren't going to like him after this documentary. Is except Meredith told me that today when I got home from Dude, work. Everybody knows everything bad about well, him. She said she they know he's a gambler. They know he was hard on his teammates. Like, what else is there to know? But. But here, right. it's the here, same thing here, with, with Kobe and all his teammates. Love here, here's the thing, though, about Jordan like, he was great for the press, right? Like, he knew how to put on that fucking uh, that face of like, I'm a lovable person. But behind the scenes, he was an asshole. But he was an asshole for the same reasons that a lot of the greatest people of their profession are assholes, man. They expect perfection or near perfection. So well, when you're up, he's gonna let you know about it. He'll let your he'll let Phil Jackson know, like if you fu- if he fucked up, you know that that's Michael Jordan's. That's just the the persona of greatness. You well, know his, his famous saying yeah. is when he has a price. And then, yeah. and then like, but like Phil Jackson, I mean, there's other interviews where like you know with that team, I I had a coach a little bit, but most of it at practices, I would just throw a ball out there and they do so awesome, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, that was the thing too. It 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 was funny because uh, I saw. Um, you know, since Kobe passed, there's been a lot of stories that came about him. But um, they won. Jordan was on the Wizards. The Wizards beat L.A. and or yeah, beat the Lakers. And I, um, Jordan didn't have that many points, but they beat him. And Jordan basically said something to the extent like, "Yeah, you you know, the shoes are too big for you to fill or something." Uh-huh. So I guess the um, after that game. Kobe didn't talk to his team for like two weeks because like they just all sucked. And he like, even with him doing everything he could, they still, he couldn't beat the wizards. So he didn't talk to anybody. And this wasn't Phil was their coach though. And I don't, I don't think anybody talked to him for like, he didn't talk to nobody for two weeks. And they, that next game that Kobe paid the wizards, he scored 60. He had 48 in the first half. And Jordan was guard. Jordan was guarding. (laughs) And like the, the whole team knew like that game, like, 
give Kobe the ball and get the fuck out the way. But he was so hard on dudes. He didn't even talk to him for two weeks in practice, just fucking going at these dudes. And that next game, he scored yeah. 60. And Jordan, and they showed a picture of Jordan sitting on the bench like, yeah, what are you going to do? That's so, all. Oh, go ahead. Um, I, now that we're talking about the three, obviously, top players of all time, right? But it's hard to compare generationally. You know, like Jordan sure. – 90s Kobe came up right at the end of Jordan's career and then LeBron came in career so I'm not going to ask you who's the best out of the three I'm going to ask you who's the best out of these two LeBron or Kobe 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 LeBron's not a killer LeBron's not a killer but he deserves to be in the top three right and they all and they all look up Jordan which has to play in their own heads too Yes. Um, so I agree, Kobe. And my thing, my thing about LeBron, I think his biggest downfall is he's too nice. He's a team player. Is he? It's not. That's not even. He's a team player because, like, when he does pass it and something does goes wrong, it's not like oh, the team went down. It's like you yeah. right. Up. But that that's his. You know what I mean? Right. You're you're right about that. But uh. Man, I forget what game it was, but it was a postseason, and it was overtime. The J.R. Smith overtime, and LeBron scored the last fucking like twenty four points for the fucking yeah Cavaliers. Yeah. That was that's that was on that was on his original run. That yeah. was one of their first runs at, um to the playoffs. If, and he did, he if, scored if, like the last twenty four, twenty six. If, if LeBron would have stuck like that as a player, this would be a whole different conversation. Oh, I I, I agree. I agree to a certain extent too, but, but eventually uh, his his like uh, clutch scenario uh, shooting percentage plummeted. Oh yeah, oh, so I think that's why he was also passing the ball off. I think it got too much for him. Well, not yeah, not only that, but when you, well, like when you go to Miami, you got Wayne and uh, Wade and Bosch, and you had a lot of good you players. Have to distribute, yeah. um, you know, at, right? Not only that, but you have to distribute. But then at that point, you put so much pressure on yourself that you know. Whereas Kobe and Jordan, they wanted to take that shot. Sometimes LeBron seemed like he didn't. You know? You're right. <laughs> there, there, there was a lot of passes where LeBron, you know, if it was in Jordan's hands or even Allen Iverson's or yep. Paul Pierce's hands, it, they would have been shooting that ten times out of ten. Yep. And, and LeBron he was, was shooting about other five people's times. feelings in a sense, like, right? I'm a, well, no. well, not even yeah. That Matt's going with him. That and like I don't, I don't even know if he wanted right. the pressure. I, 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 you know what I mean? I think it plays into his ego. I think he hated missing that game-winning shot and then losing the game and then having to have that press conference. Yeah. You know, like, he, 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 he he's the worst losing press conference player I've ever seen. Cam Newton. Cam Newton's yeah. pretty yeah, bad. Because when they – yeah, but when LeBron, <laughs> when LeBron wins in the press conference, it's I, yeah. I, 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 I. When they yeah. lose, it's yeah, easy, exactly. easy, And it's like, yep. no, right, exactly. <laughs> right and and two is like when, when you talk about you know lebron being the best player in the world and like there's always those snippets of like when when jordan back in the day was asked about being the best player in the world he never admitted it he never said i'm the best player he said you know it's a team game this 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 and this lebron gets say he's like well yeah you know me this me that i i i and i, the, I. And, they, and it's just like motherfucker yeah, you're you're great, but you could have been better. And you're not even, you know, there's there's a lot of shit you still fucking suck at. And yeah, you came out of high school 
you know, you got a lot of, you know, you're by the time it's over, he's going to be top five in a lot of these rebound oh, points but, and all sure. that. Sure. Oh yeah. But he's been, he's been, there's been years on teams where he was the only one that could score. Sure. Of course, Jordan, you know, it's been a team effort most of the time. And so, you know, oh. not that Jordan doesn't take over, but, right. you know, there's LeBron's first five, six years in the league. He was on the Cavaliers with who? Yeah. You know what I mean? You couldn't name one person, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we can maybe well, name one, but it's like, that's a fucking Mo stretch. Williams? Uh, well, no, I mean, I, I can name a few, but I, I remember. I, I yeah, I, I still watched a lot back then, and I remember. Yeah, no, I, I followed so, I mean, Cleveland he, early on, like when he was coming up, and they were starting to get better and better, and they made the postseason run, dude. I followed Cleveland close as fuck, man. They were fucking yep. watching him. He was a monster. He was a fucking dead. And then you know what the crazy part about him is? He goes back to Cleveland, wins a championship, and then leaves, and then fucks up Kyle, Kyle, Kyrie. Yeah. Kyrie leaves and then goes to Boston. And even Kyrie came out and said he, he was kind of scoring from Cleveland. He could have did um, Boston a little better that, you know, that he was a little selfish there. But now I think he ended up, you know, when him and uh, Durant are healthy, that Brooklyn, uh, that Brooklyn team's going to oh, be pretty yeah. good. Oh, yeah. So that, that'd be, that's going to be something to see over the next few years. And then even now with, you know, I'm surprised how uh, the, the Clippers are doing. I figured that they. I mean, now obviously, you know, it's been shut down. But with Paul George and um, Kawhi Leonard, you know, I'm surprised they're not doing better. I mean, they're still one of the best teams in their division. But I just, I just figured they'd be doing better with those yeah, two people. Sure. But that just proves it, it, it's also it's, it it's also new chemistry. You know, like you're trying to. You guys are professionals. We still got to figure out each other. There might be some beef we don't know about. There's things that. Yeah, but look, but look at last year when uh, Kyrie or uh, uh, Kawhi went to Raptors. That was the first year he was there. He was not even there for the year. He got traded, and they won the championship. He, he took over that yeah. team, though. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, okay. that was so sick, dude. I that was so fun when they won. Speaking of that, I feel bad for uh, not Kyrie Lowry because he stayed there. DeRozan. The other one that got sent. Um, Oh, poor DeRozan. DeRozan was there before anybody. You know what I mean? DeRozan, fucking, he, he's part of the reason that put Toronto, or Toronto back on the map. Yep. Him and Kyle Lowry and then fuck, uh, Lowry and then fuck Lowry. He comes and he's gone. Yep. Mike Lowry. Speaking of great movie, um, I recently started watching The Office and I'm on the episode where uh, they evacuate the building, right, for like a fire or something. But yeah. top five, top five <laughs> movies, top five oh, movies. Yeah. If you're on a desert oh, yeah. island, I know I, this is last second, but I just thought of this. What would let's say top three? What would be Dave? Your top three movies if you're stuck on a desert island for the rest of your life? What are you bringing? Three movies. Uh, Pulp okay. Fiction. Um, Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. And Saving Private Ryan. Ooh, you just took one of mine, bro. A lot of guns. I like. Yeah, I'd have to. I'd, I'd, I'd have to say Braveheart. One Fight Club. Ooh, nice, nice. And then my third. I mean, there's, there's the third. There's, there's. Oh no, I know the third is. Oh, Street. you're gonna oh, be able to watch that over and over again. Matt, yeah. Hey, Matt's going to be talking yeah, like I'm an Englishman. I'm going to start talking like Wilson, an Englishman. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to talk to Wilson. Hey, I'm, I'm here for some fucking <laughs> rum, motherfucker. 
You're a fucking you're a journey. You you're a fucking journey. You a journal? Oh fuck. I uh. What about you, Pat? I have to do my number one is Heat. Dude, I gotta watch that. You keep talking about. Oh yeah, great flick. That's my all-time favorite. Dude, movie. I can't. I can't believe you've That's never seen that. T- you want to talk about a gangster movie? God, Mil- but, uh, the fuck yeah. uses that. The 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 shootout in downtown LA. Yeah. They use that as their tactical fucking training. Yeah. Like, look at how they sh- fire at the cops, and then they fucking move forward or move right. back. You know, they fall back. They lay fire, fall back. Uh, two would be number yeah. two would be probably Saving Private Ryan. And he, this is going to be a goofy one, but I'm a huge fan of these movies. And if you give me either or, is a dead. Oh, good call, dude. Yeah, I, I, they, they are good. I got, I got to, I love the comic relief. Oh, I got to go, I got to go number two though. I either or. I'm, I'm I like. Either or. One was cool. Yeah. One was cool, you know. But fucking two was like that's what one was missing. <laughs> dude, like two, that dude. Two. Fuck. That was the like one of the few superhero movies I actually enjoyed. Really, you don't see? I'm like a child though. I love all like a lot of superhero movies and shit. It's just, it's just, it's too much. It's all the same plot line. No, it's just, it, it builds to one. What's what's your three? What's your three, Pete? I would have yeah. to what's say your three, Pete? signs because you got to have a little fucking spice in there. You got to be a little scared on your island, and I love uh, signs. Is that the one? <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, of course. <laughs> National treasure. The tinfoil hats. <laughs> so when I'm on my island, I'm just this like, is, you know, okay, let's get into like, it. And then I thought, hey, this is what Jim shows up and starts naming movies. Legally Blonde, right? Jurassic. Go ahead. <laughs> Legally Blonde. That would have been great, Dave. That would have been great. <laughs> Wait a minute, Pete. Pete, are you serious about? Well, you movies? guys, yes, because literally, like Dave took like like literally two of my movies. I would have took. So it's like. Yeah, but you could still no, use those. they're already oh. taken off the planet Earth. Dave has them. We're all on our separate Bro, islands. So those are your so that's so what I'm left with. That's what I'm taking. I'm taking three all time favorite. Okay, if if Dave takes if Dave, wow. Dave takes Saving Private Ryan, I'm cool with like the Thin Red Line or uh, yeah, oh, yeah, same Man, shit. Yeah, one of those movies. You know, and, yeah. and like if we had five, like what, I, I'll Batman, take the Band of, right? Band of Brothers series. Fuck it. No, Which no, one? like. I, like I would need some comedy, oh, you know, Tommy Boy. Um, oh man, I would know the whole movie. I, do, I was just gonna say that. Pete. <laughs> I was just gonna say, or that or Black I Black love Black Black Rowads. 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 Got top uh, top tips on the. Or, uh, <laughs> Dave totally fucked. Dave just had a stroke again. <laughs> call Patty. Yeah. Somebody call Patty. Under <laughs> right now. Call me. <laughs> Uh, Chewy, Chewy hears my distress. He's barking he's at the door. He's dying. He's, uh, I love so when the funny. boulder hits the little shed. He's like, "Now I got a yeah." We didn't have chocolate. Pan. <laughs> <laughs> Such a um, but like if if I were to add a comedy to that, I would say it's still just deep in my heart, man. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, uh, is that the one where I you were just it. crying the whole movie? Yep. Your mind is 40-year-old virgin. First time I seen that, I was literally by myself in yeah. tears. My mom woke up at like 3.30, like, what is going on up there? And I'm like, I'm watching 40-year-old virgin. Hey, but- She's like, you need to stop right now. Listen, in all reality, I don't need any top three, any top five. Just give me the offer. I'm starting to like it. I really am. 
It's got a good uh, dynamic okay, of characters. I, I could take uh, Always, oh, Sunny. For sure. Same. Always Sunny. I could watch the garbage all the time. Uh, oh, see, this is like ridiculous. a good question because you can't take a seat. Like, you can't take a new thing. You know what I mean? Huh? Oh, Dave's getting yelled at. Like, you can't take Ozarks because it's only three seasons. You want something that has longevity. Right. Yeah. You need some with some. Well, yeah, exactly. You, yeah, order. Nine. If you're if you're if you're married, you do. Uh, was it Law and Order? Forensic no, Files. Order Forensic oh. Files. You were just got fifty seasons. Oh, dude, I used to. Same. I used to love Forensic Files on that shit back in the you, day, dude. You know what I hate? CSI. Yeah. The original. I never watched that shit. I just started. I just started watching that last night. To speak with the, with that e- <laughs> that emo chick that's like the like forensic for forensic scientist or whatever. Yeah, yeah she likes in the lab. I, well, the, the original CSI is Miami. I think so. No, that's yeah. with the redhead guy. Oh, with the redhead guy. My, yeah, Miami's just, Miami's the spinoff. Yeah, yeah. The first one. You guys are thinking Miami of NCIS. Spinoff. Oh no, yeah, you yeah, are yeah. With, no, the, no. with the emo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's NCIS. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, the emo chick is NCIS. Yes, yeah. No, with Mark CSI Harmon, Miami he's the, is, the quarterback, the right? Uh, in real life. NCIS. Yeah. yeah. You know, it was actually yeah, that's that, pretty that's good. A, that's NCIS. You know, it was a. You know, it's a decent show, and I never really There's, watched what's, it. What's that head guy? In CSI? What's that, Dave? Yeah, the CSI guy. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, the remake. Of Hawaii Five O with Tweeter really? from uh, Varsity Blue. I never oh, watched yeah. that. Shit. You yeah. that? I never watched it. Paco watched it, so oh. I would sit there and watch it with him. I'm like, solid. Like, I, there's moments where I'm laughing my ass off, and I'm like, okay, I see where they're going. You know, I'm gonna take it on a deserted island with me. I'm just saying, it was. It was can, you, can you bring? So, like Pete was saying, you can't bring stuff that's still going on. But what about South Park? Oh yeah, that's you, been on the, on no, for twenty. Dude, years. that's the difference. Like it's still on, but it had nineteen seasons. <laughs> dude, yeah, you you are sad. Oh, fucking South Park. South Park right. is such a good South Park one, is so dude. Fucking funny. Dude, I was watching the one today. Yeah. Dude, that would be Cartman on it. the island just talking like, "Hey, coconut, get the fuck out of here." Dude, fucking today, <laughs> like in, in South Park, uh, Stan's dad, Randy, is Lord. Is who? Like he. Lord, like the you know, like the pop. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The like, singer, like, yeah. Like it comes out that yeah, diamonds yeah, yeah. Like in the red. Everybody's asking him like, well, about this, about that, like, and he's like, and he finally tells his son, he's like, yeah, I'm Lord, and he's like, what are you talking about? And he goes onto his computer and like puts these goofy lyrics in that he all writes on the on the shitter, and he he dressed as this chick. As Lord, so he could use the women's bathroom because the women's bathroom was cleaner. And, and like he writes all the songs and he puts the drum loop in, and then with like the the auto tune, he like he plays it and it's him. Dude, oh, that, you make terrible. me Pat, you make me want to watch South Park uh, so bad, dude. It's, it's so funny. Has anybody seen? I just heard about it on Joe Rogan's show that I was watching today. I'd seen it when it first came out, but I forgot it existed. Uh, Colbert was like co-writer of a Showtime series. Oh, my, my cartoon no, president. Never seen it. No. And it's, it's no. like a comedy, cartoon comedy about Donald Trump and his like shithead kids and Jared Kushner and his fuck, you know, like, but it's a comedy. And I'm like, for me. how do I not know? 
usually I would say yes, but I feel like I want to watch it because, it, you know, they were talking about it today. Like he's a fucking idiot, but he's funny. You know, yeah. like, like oh, if he I, wasn't saying things that fucking just completely irked my fucking soul, I'd laugh. You know, like the dude's just. Dude, in a weird way, I hate Trump so much. I don't even want to give Trump the pleasure of him knowing I'm watching something about him. <laughs> like in a weird way, yeah, like that. Like I, I, I just I hate the dude one, so Pete. much. <laughs> yeah. See, like, but like Col- Colbert is Donald Trump's biggest troll. So, like, he hates Trump probably more than we hate Trump. And I think, I this think show. I think his biggest troll is not to cut you off is his presidential staff Conley's husband. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, it is. It is. As of recent, it is. Yeah, recent. Yeah, a couple past couple oh. years. Yeah, since he started running, the guy's been yeah. brutal. Yeah, dude. Time. And then she's got to defend herself while she's defending Trump, <laughs> but still fucking defending yeah, but, her husband. Like, how does like, that she, work? She is. <laughs> Kellyanne yeah, Conway. She's just as stupid, though, because, like, she, she went on Fox News and was like, people, this is COVID-19, not COVID-1. This is the 19th strand. It's like, no, no, wrong. no, no, no. Oh, This is COVID oh, that fuck. came around in 2019. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah, because her husband goes on Twitter and just tears the Trump oh, yeah. which, and, I, uh, I, I, his cabinet apart. Like, I get her saying that. Like, this isn't the first coronavirus. I, I get her saying that, but you're get your facts straight at the end of the day. Sure. Like this was the first coronavirus, and a lot of people don't know that. Right. And she was probably just excited that she knew that outside of the normal population. Yeah. And she thought she was going to have a smart statement, and it's like, nope. You're a fucking Dude, idiot. when I was in uh, Kearney for uh, work, they'd take me to Kearney, Nebraska, and that's where their research facility for their animals and their crops are. I- I thought you were telling us you were no, no, Carney no, no, at Carney. one point. K E A, you know, Carney, whatever. But like, I went to their research facility and like, I had to deliver like two coffee machines to them. And I, me and the dude ended up talking about Corona. And just like you were just saying, he's like, you know, a lot of people don't know that like COVID 19 is like, they think it's the strand. And he's like, no, nah, no, nah, we deal, we've been dealing with COVID for years. I was like, oh, really? Cool. Get me out of this place. The- yeah, the, the bad one was the, SARS, <laughs> the severe upper respiratory syndrome or whatever. That was like the yeah. one that really freaked everybody out for a while. But uh, I, it's funny because South Park made fun of that. Yeah, they, they? Uh, Stan's dad, Randy, and the town. Um, the they're, they're trying. They're, the Indian reservation is trying to buy the farm or the, the South Park to put a highway to their uh, casino. And so instead of giving them smallpox on blankets, <laughs> the Indians give the people of South Park SARS on blankets. This is great. And it's uh, so all laying in the streets, like, quote, unquote, dying. And then uh, Randy Marsh is telling Stan, like, you got to get a cure for this. And then he, like, comes back with, like, chicken noodle soup and Sprite. And then and yes! <laughs> Dude, I'm watching the show tonight drunk. I'm loving it. You know, but uh, oh. s- since we're talking viruses, swine flu, you know, that, that killed a good amount of people. That yeah, came out of but, Iowa. Yeah, but the swine flu is like the opposite of uh, COVID. Swine flu was mostly only infecting younger people. It was like 25 and under, you were like severely ill if you got it versus the, uh, you know, 
26 and over. So there was, it's like complete opposite of what we're dealing with now. And I was like, I was 22 when fucking swine flu hit, man. And I was out about fucking dicking yeah, down. I, don't I was so out of the loop, dude. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, I didn't give a fuck. I was like, this is some bullshit. Whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah. Overpopulated farms and industrial farming. It's, uh, well, here's the thing, though. Like, it, it, that's exactly what you're saying. And, like, I'm going to go back to uh, the Super Size Me 2, where it, it comes down to, like, the overpopulation in the farms, them being on top of each other and all that. Like, it's it's unhealthy. And uh, they get diseases that they shouldn't get if they were living just, you know, free roam farm, you know, uh, free range and all that. Uh, and it's the same thing with the chickens, man. So like every 10 chickens, you like, if you have a fucking chicken farm, every 10 or 15 chickens, you got to go and get t- tested for all the diseases. You know, you bring in this big old fat fucking chicken and they're like dying on the table as veterinarians are looking at them because their hearts can't handle the size that they grew in six weeks, you know? Yeah. Dude, Oak Forest just man. voted on Dude, fucking I, I, chick- having chickens like uh, residentially. Or they're going to be voted. I, uh, yeah. Really? I'm getting them. <laughs> I worked on the docks and we would uh, offload these big, like, totes, like, massive fucking containers of, like, this. It looked like, um, you know, when, like, I, I, you guys all worked in fast food at one point, probably. You know, when you switched out the Coca Cola syrup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that bag? That's what yeah. this looked like. And I was, I was talking to a longshoreman, like, after, like, a couple of weeks of, like, unloading these things. I'm like, what is this? And he's like, that's the chicken feed. That's what they True. eat. That's crazy. It's like it a mixture. Like droplets, yeah. Yeah, it's a mixture of it's a mixture of antibiotics, steroids, and like crazy calories, and they just drink it. Yeah, that's that's nasty oh, yeah. shit. Because you, you think about it, like a lot of people don't realize, like they think fast food places make a lot of their money on the food. Their number one source of income is, is their pot, right? Because like those bags of syrup just well, come in, they're straight bags of syrup. And then they mix it, and like those bags are so cheap compared to what they well, sell so, it for. Like, so when it comes to f- like franchising, uh, McDonald's, Wendy's, Burger King, you're not making any profit off of the food, like the the, the burger. What they tell you to sell it at is what you're selling it at, but you have room to make profit off of drinks and fries. So when you go in there, the reason they always would you like to supersize oh, yeah, that? I do. It's right. because that's what. That's pure profit right there. Yes. Yes. Because you're talking you, you made two eighteen extra, two thirty extra off of that question. And it's and, and it's big fifty extra French fries and you know ten ounces more of pop. Right, right. Right, exactly. And that and, and that for the eighty cents more they charge or the dollar ten you, right. they charge for the what, it, what it's costing them is fucking maybe six cents to make an extra two forty, two fifty. Oh, probably yeah. probably cost them just the fucking teller punching it in the computer. Ten cents. Right. Right. Yeah. Five cents. Exactly. So yeah. I mean, I get it. It's business well, and it is what it is, but dude, you have to be smarter as a consumer to know that shit in a sense. Well, but that's the that, a lot yeah, of people and that's the thing about the consumer. The consumer, especially in the States. Uh, Woody Harrelson says it the best. Like, like with all this stuff going on now, everybody's like, "Don't buy Chinese products anymore. Buy all American made." That's a great stance to have. But the corporations' bottom line is, 
profits over people. So what are they going to do? We have labor laws here, so they're not going to bring manufacturing back here on a large scale because they can't or they don't. They won't. Can't well, afford they, it. They could afford it. Yeah, well, they could, but they don't. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's going to cut into their, right. their profits. But like a pair of Nikes that are sold for one twenty, made in China for ten bucks, shipped over here for another ten bucks. So now they got twenty invested. They're making a hundred dollar profit on a pair of shoes. Yep. But right. here, their profit probably goes from a hundred bucks to seventy five. You know, sixty bucks. Impact. Impact. You know, like you got to figure. You, to sell a pair of shoes, and and like if we're gonna have a corporation running that big, making shoes all day, they're gonna unionize. It's gonna fucking it. It, it adds up. Like they're they'll, gonna. They'll never be a small factor. They'll they'll like a clothing liner. There's no there's no more union. No, that's all. No, right. Uh, Trump winning and putting his uh, justices in and making his uh, national labor board the way it is. Your your, pri- your, your yeah, private sector will stay around eight percent, and then fall. And your, your public sector, it's it's uh, it's it's the bad time. That's yes, it is that that is for sure. So and but uh, hey, fellas, my phone's at three percent. So I don't know how much longer it's going to go, but uh, I'm going to be done here. I'm gonna, I'm going to be done here for Have the a night, there, boys. All right, I'll talk to you guys. Hey, I actually like that idea of uh, every one of us sort of dropping out until it's like the last two and then just dipping. You know what I mean? Like each week, be like, hey, hey, you're four, you're three, and then the last two. <laughs> actually, Dave has to Survivor. do one, right? I don't know. Yeah. No, but uh, Woody Harrelson said it the best, though, going back to what we were talking about, like consumers spending their money. If you don't like overprocessed food, the majority of like the consensus has to be okay. We're gonna stop spending our money. On Correct. It. We're gonna go over to, and if so, if you go to Whole Foods, and I'm just using Whole Foods because everybody knows it, organic, free range, their products. If you start spending more of that, well, now these smaller farms will get more business, and just naturally, the prices will drop. So you could go from just like the chicken at Whole Foods is crazy. It's like four pounds of chicken, but it's like 25 bucks, you know? So just say it's like six or five bucks a pound. But if, you know, you went from 10% of the population eating that to 20 to 30, you could probably drop that to like three bucks a pound. And now you're getting a more, you know, normal middle-class people buying it. It's all about who's buying it. And at how much our population's too big, though. It's easier to go get chicken nuggets for eight for a dollar or whatever. You know what I mean? Well, no, our population is not too big. It's too lazy. It's easier to go get a chicken nugget. Right. Come home from work, go through the drive through. I like that naturally that I, me and Paige, because it's just us two. So, like, it's dumb for us, to, like you were saying, to go get that four pounds of chicken for $25 because, like, dude, we're just going to have it sit in the fridge. So we and we live yeah. so close to stores. We buy a pound at a time, two chicken breasts, and That's dude, and, and like, it, and, hey, and it's like what you said, and like what you said. Usually, what we go for are our beef and our chicken. If they're organic, grown shit. We grab that. Okay, we're getting the safe shit in a sense. Yeah. Hey, dude. Like, uh, if you go to like anywhere, you go to Meyer, Jewel, whatever. If you're buying organic versus non-organic, you're paying ninety cents more a pound. Right. It's not breaking the bank. No, but like, like it's like, but like, 
and it's just it's just the overall like thought process of like with everybody going like going into a store it's oh this is the best deal this is what you know i don't care what i'm saving i'm still saving this i don't care what i'm putting into my body i'm still saving this you know right and it's it's it goes back to what we were talking about buying america or buying yep. american made things those same same people that oh we got to buy american they want the deal so they're still shopping yep. at walmart like that doesn't compute that does not work if you shop at walmart you are anti buying american like yep. walmart is the anti america the the waltons the walton family that owns that fucking joint they are globalists to a t they don't give a flying fuck what rock they call home it's all about what they're doing Yep. They, they call people like that fucking patriots. These fucking multi. Oh, oh packets heated. I like it. Oh, I do, man. You, you, you want to talk about what's wrong with this country? It has nothing to do with this person organizing that for that, or this guy doing those drugs, or this criminal doing that, or getting released because of this, that, or abortion, or any of that. None of that has anything to do with what's wrong with. It's this the country. systematic problem. Yeah, with such, and I, I feel you on that. Yeah. The fucking man, you you, you want to see a if you go back to like 1947 when the wars like the World War II was really done, everybody came home. You still had this military complex, and you know we were still pumping out tanks and everything like that. But the factories were unionized all the way to uh, Jimmy Carter at the end of his uh, presidency. It was a time to prosper, man. This country was kicking ass, man. The middle class was growing. Fucking some. Babo could go install a furnace. Things are too global. You know, his wife could stay. Do you feel that? His wife could stay at home and raise the kids. No, man, it's not global. It's the fucking greed. Greed, like, greed is the fucking problem, like, nine times out of ten with everything going on. Agreed. Everything, man. It's banking systems. That's where the greed kicks in. And then everything just kind of follows suit. And it's know. like it's like with the abortion shit. You think them Republicans that push that shit are truly against abortions, or or do they need the Christians and the evangelicals to vote? I for think them? it's the latter. Yep. They they know what they're doing. Yeah, without a doubt. See, that's what's fucked up, you know, dude. Fuck- I, like I, the back, not backdooring, like like you just said. It's the hey, are you? Do you think I'm against it's, abortion? It's, it's, no, I just want your vote. Yeah, it's double breasted. <laughs> it's a you 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 push this agenda for this, and you you're doing this over here. So you're taking from both and you're gaining from both, you know, yep. like it's like you said, Pete, it's like a systematically just like broken. It's just broken. And it's been that way for 40 years. Yep. Reaganomics. Just, yeah, man. Fucking. I mean, do you think we're on like the, do you think anything's changing because of this? Do you think we're going to get. It'll change for a year. It'll change for a, a election. Ah, cycle. That sucks. God damn it. It's all about elections. Yeah. Well, because the problem is Americans have the shortest memory. I agree. I agree. Like these motherfuckers still wave American flags and talk about the Iraq and Afghanistan war. Like, ooh, we went in there and kicked ass. Motherfucker, we're still there. We're still fighting (laughs) those wars. You know? And it's so funny because, and not to get, I know we always try to stay like just center political. Here we've had just say eight years now of this thought of where we could pay for college, we could pay for universal health care. You want to call it Obamacare or whatever, but we always say who's going to pay for it, who's going to pay for it, who's going to pay for it. 
We just did another $2.2 trillion bailout. Well, who's going to pay for the that? The Americans. They don't care. They don't care. No. Yeah, so now the guys that ha- – you guys got stimulus. I didn't yet because I don't. I never That's gave them your- my fucking – I get a check from the government. I don't get a deposit. Well, I, I, I got mine because I did my taxes. Yeah, so I – well, yeah, I didn't get one. I won't get one. That's fine with me because – it's such a fucking fixed system. You're going to get a stimulus check to help you get through this bad time. It's your money anyway. It's tax, the taxes that you paid and the Americans paid. Now you're getting a, a, a chunk of that. And then you have to repay it in next year's taxes because you've got to pay taxes next year. Yep. So what fucking like, quagmire is that? It, it, I, was, uh, I was talking to you earlier, Pat, about uh, the – PPP loans, you know, it's the yeah. small business loans that they were giving out. It was a three hundred and fifty billion dollars set aside just Jeez. for that. Yeah, it's gone. And they already within the first, with the first within the first week it was gone. Yep. Uh, Tuesday, the CEO of Potbellies gave himself a hundred thousand dollar raise. Wednesday, his small business loan fucking cleared. Yep. And- now, Technically speaking, the PPP loan, small businesses, so it's under 500 employees. Do you think Potbelly's has under 500 mm-hmm. employees? Well, you know how they get around that, though. Yes, they do. Part-time. Because you, when, you own, when you buy a franchise, you don't own those. Those employees aren't your employees. Uh, uh, franchises. So when you're the CEO, CCO, CFO, you have probably, I don't know, Hundred, a hundred employees. You got you have sure. you have your you know, tops. Yeah, because you have like everything that starts with the C. Like I said, the CCO, the CFO, the whatever. Level getting uh, accounted for, right? Because you have and so you have your top branch. Then you have your probably your advertisement people. Then you have like you know your onboard uh, attorneys. You, you you might be at fifty people. The, the head echelon of, of uh, depending on the size. Sure. Yeah. Sure. You know, it's it's man. Everyone think about that. Yeah, scam. Right, it is without a doubt, dude. The there there was a thing embedded in the stimulus uh, bill. I can't remember what they called it, but all the fucking million and billionaires had to do was file out, fill out some form that their company or their their work was getting affected by some way, and then they got a, they got the same quote-unquote percentage that everybody else got, but instead of getting $1,200, they got $1.2 million. And it was, what was the number? Like 43,000 people got that stimulus payment? Which one? The 1200 No, no, the the $1.3 million. Oh, yeah, something crazy. Jeez. It was like 43,000 millionaires in the right. U.S. got a $1.3 or $1.2 million stimulus check. And it's just funny because you go back to like the quote unquote uh, socialism and how we're against it here because we're capitalists. But now, okay, you take what what the, the economy was on paper going fucking balls out yeah. in February. But now this hits and then we shut the country down for three weeks and now everybody's broke. And they're all crying about let's get it going again, right? So now everybody's broke, and they want the, the the socialism handout. So they get the socialism handout, and then nobody's going to talk about how we're paying for it. And the first time in U.S. history, we got more money going out that's coming in. That's a scary yep. fact. 
But the, the, the bedline of capitalism is if you fail, if you, Pete, if you open a skateboard shop or a mm-hmm. surfboard shop and your business is just bad, no one's buying your product and you go under, that's capitalism. So sorry, you're done. Right. But these people that have this whole agenda and the other 50% saying this is wrong, going against it, oh, capitalism, capitalism, capitalism. They've, everyone is so brainwashed to see what's going on. And now they're getting stimulus checks and they're happy and they're looking the other way. But then you go north of the border and see what they did. Yeah, they did a stimulus check up there. But what was it? It was $90 billion, $90 billion versus $2.2 trillion. Now think about that. And it goes to all their citizens. Every citizen up there, which is, I want to say it's 16 and older in, in Canada, gets $2,000 a month until this is all over. Right. And they may have to insert a little bit more money, depending, but it was like a opening fund. Let's get this going. If we run out of money, they'll just put another stimulus out there. They'll open yeah, you're up. At like, you're at like a, what, you're at 125th of what we did. Here's the thing, though, man. Like, here's the problem with uh, a lot of the right wings. And I was reading up on people today. Every Trump supporting right wing fuck always brings up Venezuela. Yeah. And there's so many things wrong about bringing up Venezuela, man, because it's there's so many things that go into play to a failing socialist, you know, system like. And I agree, and I don't mean to cut you off, but like it that I that just angers me so much to even like bring that topic on because, sure. like you said, Dave, no one wants to talk about it because a you have crazy corruption, crazy corruption, and b you have CIA and FBI American like paid for coups going on down there. Uh-huh. Right. We have our fucking fingers and hands and all that shit going on down there, and we're fucking it up, and then. You have these embedded fucking hundreds and hundreds of year old bullshit going on down there with the corruption. But and 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 like the reason I brought that up is because the reason we're down there is because uh, Venezuela fell upon this overwhelming, overwhelming abundance of petroleum. Right. And then as soon as the U.S. found out about that, World Bank comes in. They fucking they fucking brought on loans. They you know, like now they're crippled. Like, I think it's uh, they owe in loans to the World Bank was like five hundred and thirty two billion dollars, which is one hundred and thirty seven percent more than what their resources are worth. At this point, like. Like, you're totally right on a huge aspect of that. So what happened was they hit the petroleum. They didn't come to the States for the loan. They went to the IMF. The yeah. IMF funded their fucking uh, petroleum plants and their, their uh, refineries. And Venezuela finally said, well, fuck you. We're, we're going to go. Because, like, when oil pops out of the ground, a 55-gallon barrel of oil pops out of the ground, it's automatically worth American dollars. It's not worth right pesos or uh pounds or euros or anything like that anytime anywhere it comes out of the ground it's american dollars but it's traded on the global network (laughs) right so that makes so no sense but so what happened was venezuela got pissed 
And so what they did was started, they started going backdoor sales and then they would go to these small other broke countries and were like, listen, we'll sell you your oil. We'll help you build your uh, refineries and just, we'll just sell you the oil backdoor. And then we get all the profits. <laughs> right. The state, the state, the states heard about that. And one of the, and it's so funny that it happened because one of the big places that it happened was, was in St. Lucia, Ooh. which is an Island. Yes. Yeah, so when we went yeah, to St. Lucia, Island. Yes. No, it's actually the wind, one of the Windward Islands. So we were there and there was like people in blowhorns screaming like in their, uh, their, like their, their like language and uh, in, with AK-47s and like in the back of trucks. And when you went in there, they went through your bags and made sure that you didn't have any camouflage. You didn't have anything like all black you had like these real strict things. And so finally, when we, we, we were talking to people, what happened to Matt? I just saw he's <laughs> not here. His phone died. Dave, where were you? Oh yeah. Yeah. Right? I, take, so, I, I, went to go, I went to go take a piss. Yeah. So anyway, though, uh, Venezuela, uh, started selling petroleum direct to smaller countries. And now the U S and like the UK and stuff like that are just destroying Venezuela's economy. And sure. the, the sad thing is the backfire is on these smaller countries that didn't have any really idea of what they were doing wrong. So like St. Lucia, I mean, there, it's a, it was a uh, relatively uh, poor country as it was. And now it's just, it's just brutal. It's oh, so yeah. Sad oh. Down there. Well, the thing that gets me is like, you know, Finland, socialist country, Norway, socialist country. And those are like two of the happiest countries in the world. You know, uh, quality of life is at the top. Um, and like then, I, you know, you, you see people making remarks about, well, you also have one of the highest tax brackets in the fucking world. I'm cool with paying a little extra money. I'm giving seriously. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, a, I, I, I'm at. We're at what? Say roughly twenty five percent between uh, state and federal, right? Uh, I, I just, you know, ballpark. it just really depends. It depends on what bracket you go into. It, ballpark, but... ballpark, like average twenty five percent, right? Yeah, I, I would say more like 30, but yeah. Okay, so yeah, so okay, say 30%, right? What do we see from that? The, the most that we see locally is uh, we get our roads paved. Uh, the lights are yeah. on. But yeah. these motherfuckers, they're paying, say, 30%. Now now they're paying 45%. They have health care. Every socialist fucking thing you could think of is taken care of. I would get half my check if I didn't have to worry about all that shit without a problem. No, I agree. But, like, it's all apples and oranges because, uh, like, in Norway and them, like, your your um, minimum wage is, like, $20 an hour. Right. That's the thing, too. <laughs> yeah, like. And they're also only working seven hours a day. You know, they the whole pretty much the. European, uh, European uh, <laughs> Union. European. Uh, I keep. <laughs> Euro, European. Europe, I kept wanting to like roll my tongue on it, like we're in Mexico. European Union. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he forgot. I can't. <laughs> I can't, dude. You guys have me fucking hung up on that. Um, oh, too fucking funny. 
Yeah. What the fuck was I saying? No. <laughs> you're peeing. Yeah. Uh, who knows? You're, you're <laughs> peeing. <laughs> oh, whatever. Whatever. No, but but it, it just – and, like, we just keep on going into this. It, it just – it's like, are you going to treat your citizens like humans or are you going to treat them like numbers in the factory? Because you go over to, like, the U.K. and Europe and, you know, like the Nor- – uh, the Icelandic area or whatever you want to call it, they own a lot. Like the the country itself owns like the coal mines and like the like the a lot of the factories and stuff like that. So when people retire, it's still like a good government pension, right? Right. So like when you have a coal mine, the, the biggest scam here is is um, bankruptcy, right? So you file bankruptcy as a coal miner boss. You you get to get you get to walk away from all that pension pension liability. Oh, oh. So now you're 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 making profits on the coal, and you know the guy's worth fucking a billion dollars, but he's losing profits. And that's the that's the funniest thing for me is, oh, we lost all this money this year. No, last year you made ten billion in profit. This year you only made five billion. You didn't lose anything. You well, made less. Well, the whole problem with that is uh, market shares. You know, like if you're a publicly traded company. You do not want to sh- show red for a quarter because then you have the potential of losing, you know, the shareholders. And that's why it's always been an uphill battle, you know, as soon as you go publicly traded. Yeah, but that, that's not you. You'll ne- as long as you're bringing in profit, you'll never go red. Sure. But they want to see like exponential growth, you know, like sure, especially but- especially your like top end fucking uh shareholders you know like you're you're five percent you want to you want to keep happy yeah but like in, in, say, just say coal industry is still going say it was still like a a viable resource so it's 2020 you're not bringing a donkey and a cart down there to get coal <laughs> you're bring you're bringing a fucking uh they'll, they'd have legit train tracks and you're uh bringing it down and forth with on trains and you're using heavy equipment down there and you're bringing so much more coal out at a time. Right. But you're not selling that coal as fast. You're not using it as much. So no matter what you're doing in a dying industry, you're losing quote unquote money, AKA profits. Sure. And your profits are going down. Especially when it comes to the coal industry, man, it's, it's coal, uh, petroleum, like as your cars get better gas mileage, you use less petroleum. Sure. You know what I mean? People walk away. And you got to remember petroleum, like plastics, p- plastic bags, plastic fucking cups, sure. plastic. Fucking People are going plastic. to paper. They're taxing, right. petro- you know, they're taxing they're it. Hemp, they're using whatever. That's all petroleum. Okay. Right? Well, hemp needs to be our main uh, byproduct. Yeah. I agree. You could do anything you want with it. Ford in 1953, man. Oh, fucking. It'll shit's been around a, forever. A huge yeah. systematic change for that to happen oh it you know what stuff like just going back to this coronavirus this will end yep right this is going to end and it's probably going to end sooner than we all thought sure and like i said in the next two years we'll talk about it we'll talk about like how fucking crazy that is like dave you got your garden going this year. You you see it. You know you have to have ex- like you have to change. I, I have to have a food way. source just in right. case. 
Yeah, you have to have something going at all times. Sure. And but ninety percent of Americans in say two to five years will look back and tell people like, "Oh yeah, that was weird," or "That yeah, that was fucked up." And it's it, just like it's just like the two thousand nine crash. Yeah. You know, that was so fucking crazy how that was. Lehman Brothers was out leveraged their money forty two to one, <laughs> so they had forty two dollars out in circulation, but they only had one dollar. In the bank. Right. Which, typically like, speaking, like a normal bank is, what, nine to one? Well, I, I have no idea what it is now. Probably, I, it's probably I, even less than that. I, I, I think the, like, the standard, you know, bank, if it's not, a, like, a huge trust, it's nine to one. I think every yeah. dollar you put in, they get loaned out nine. Yeah. But, okay, but, like, Lehman Brothers, now you're talking 42 to one. 42 to one. If like they half your clientele says, I want my money out. You're done. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're, you're done, done, done. And they're done. But, and, <laughs> and not, but see like that wasn't even the biggest thing that happened was they, they were having a $300,000 house and they were given loans. Oh, that house is worth 500,000. Uh-huh. Yeah. No, it ain't. So now they're, they're, they're got mortgages underwater instantly, instantly, instantly underwater. But then they so were now they, now that they were padding it. They were shoving those mortgages into their uh, into their bonds as the AAA mortgages, and they right. like nobody saw. It. It's like oh, it's a, that's another good mortgage. Let me buy a bond off of that. Let me, you know, it's they were they were allowing people to take their down payment out in a loan to put that down payment down to get their loan. Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And now they're doing it the same thing. They're doing the same thing now. And they're calling down, they're calling it down payment assistance. <laughs> and it's just called different now. Right. It's the loophole but, that they found that they can fucking, you know, right. But that, but then two, two senators came out that uh, it was a Dodd Frank act and they, it basically made, and it, 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 the crazy thing is Trump and them tried to get rid of this for like the last two years. But basically what it state was every quarter you had to do a stress test. You had to do this crazy test to where like, okay, this XYZ happened and it's all bad. Can you survive? Uh-huh. I'm telling you, if that wasn't in place and three weeks ago happened, this country would have been fucked. <laughs> Chase Bank would have went under. Not just Lehman Brothers, which is gone, but Chase fucking wells wells fargo uh bank of america bank of america they would have been this country would have been so fucked up you would have had state banks left at the end of it which is only two i think two places have state banks i think north dakota and maybe oregon (laughs) yeah oregon might have it and that's the only thing and that's just going to that people always talk about like uh what can illinois do next state banks how 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 just going off of this, and this is probably gonna be my last rant for the night. <laughs> how crazy is it for like Illinois, right? We have all these people that pay property taxes. You pay your property taxes to JP Morgan. Then JP Morgan gives it to the state, and the state has to pay JP Morgan for their fee. Yep. What the fuck is that? Middleman. Yep. Those taxes, those them taxes aren't being right, being brought right back into our economy, man. No, fucking North Dakota has the a huge surplus because sure. of the, I, 
I don't know if it's North Dakota or South Dakota, but it's one of the Dakotas. And it's, they have a state uh, uh, it's North Dakota. Yeah, and they, they're, they're, they're like one of the best, best-ran states uh, fiscally in the upper 48 just because of that. Yeah. They take care of all their business. It's like with the weed. If you're legalizing weed, why do, why do you not have a state bank? You can't put <laughs> weed money in fucking JP. Right. You can't put them in, in any of these things. Right. But you have a state doctrine now or an amendment in your constitution that weed is legalized. Well, why don't you have a state bank that will allow that money to go in? Idiot. Right. Well, no, it's it's the banking institution just controls everything. It's the it's it's the lobbying of everything. You know, it's you don't want to get your fucking uh, fingers chopped off. You know, like we we like to act like we're a civilized country, but we're not. We're just smarter animals. Yeah. But on that note, that's our show. (laughs) Yeah. That's Whiskey Dicks. Like, share, subscribe. Honk, honk. Where's the Uh, honk? honk. As always, like, share, subscribe. And like we said, anytime ever to check on a neighbor. It's now. My brother could second that story because his upstairs neighbor almost died of a heart (laughs) attack. Yeah. Yep. Well, they saved his life. So check out your neighbor. Yeah, and if you if you know you have an elderly neighbor in the neighborhood, even write him a card. Write him a card. Yep. And your cell phone a little scotch tape, or whatever, and just yeah, give him a little. Say, hey, I'm here. If you need something, I got you. Yeah, write it down what you need, and just tell them. I'll drop it off. Nobody needs to know about it. I'm not. I'm not helping Phyllis though. <laughs> like I would have helped. I I would have helped Phyllis, but she walked in my house day Dr. one. <laughs> So, yeah. you know, and that, that goes to anyone that actually listens. If you need something, up. get you through this. Yeah, let us know. we'll buy you some food. We got yeah, you. Fucking eight. Without a doubt. But is right. that good night, everyone? Have All a good right, one, boys. boys.